So being alive um, really hurts sometimes. Being a person with feelings and wants and desires and uh, wanting more than one's fair share of uh, what one is given on earth um, is uh, its painful. It's very painful. And um, for that reason, um, I am eating Halo Top alone in my car today. Um, I am having uh, the peanut butter cup flavor, which um, I like. I like it a lot. I, I add is gonna I mean whatever it, if you've read the so sad today book you kind of already know this but I add a couple of uh, packets of Splenda to whatever um, pint of ice cream I'm eating because I I like it to be extra sweet um, I never go to bed without having a pint of the of, of some kind of either halo t- well halo top now it used to be arctic zero um, I never go to bed without having one of those with cereal in it and Splenda mixed in. It's sort of, it's my night ritual. It's, um, you know, because I can't really rely on the world to, I can't trust that the world is going to give me the sweetness that I, uh, desire. So I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to give myself that sweetness in a sort of seemingly infinite amount. I mean, even though it's never enough, you know, but you can eat the whole pint. So I always do that. But then sometimes I'll eat like two halo tops in a day. Like I'll have a halo top. Like right now I'm having it. It's kind of like a substitute for lunch. Um, and I'm eating it with a, with a chocolate Vita muffin mushed into it. I, what I do is I, the ritual is I'll go to Whole Foods cause they have a microwave there because I, I always microwave my, uh, diet ice cream to make it a little mushier and I'll go to Whole Foods. Um, and I'll put, I'll buy these things called Vita muffins, which are, um, ostensibly chocolate muffin tops, hundred calories each. But what they really are is, um, you know, I mean, when normal people eat them, they say my, I've, I've given them to people and they've, they've told me it tastes like a chocolate sponge. But to me, you know, um, I have, I have the low self-esteem taste buds where that make like everything taste better. Um, you know, that's disgusting. Um, and low calorie, I'm like, mm. Mm. And so to me, it's, it's, it's heaven in a muffin top. It really is. It is. There's no sponge there, but so, so I'll put it in the microwave. Um, about 30 seconds is good. Cause you don't want it to turn into a soup. The, uh, the, the halo top, you don't want it to turn into a soup. And then I'll put, um, Splenda. I'll like dribble some Splenda in it and then, um, mush up the muffin top and put that in there and then sort of dig in. So I'm in the car, um, parked at a meter, um, outside. Uh, I'm not in the whole, there's no parking lot at this Whole Foods, uh, Santa Monica Whole Foods and so on, um, Wilshire. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm at a meter. Um, and, um, oh, and I should also just give a disclaimer, um, that recently, um, I, um, my love of Halo Top, I tweeted about it online, um, because I do adore it. And, um, you know, it's a big part of my life. Um, I should have, I wish that they were public. I would buy stock because I'm spending that much money on Halo Top. Um, and, um, I, uh, recently I tweeted about my love and, um, and I was like, these bitches should sponsor me. Basically. I like, you know, wrote an at to Halo Top like these. And, um, they got in touch with me. They emailed me. They don't pay. Um, and which is good actually, because I've, I've had a lot of people offer to like, you know, advertise on the so sad today, Twitter feed, but I've never taken money for that, but I will certainly take product. Like, you know, if it's something I already love, um, the only thing I've ever prior to this, the only thing I ever like saw fit was, um, there was a, uh, um, cinnamon toast crunch, uh, wanted to send me a free box 
and it arrived in a with a selfie spoon. It was a gi- like a selfie stick, but it was a giant spoon um, in a giant box lined in purple satin. Um, if you go deep on the So Sad Today Twitter feed in media, you'll see a picture and and a box of that. So that was like a great, you know. I don't. I feel like you know it's not Halliburton. Um, I feel good about being sponsored by. Well, not sponsored really. I. I you know, I was, I was sent a box of cereal is what it is, but you know, um, because I have to give myself like the sort of purity test and, and look to find something wrong with myself. I'm like, Oh God, like, are people going to think that, um, you know, I don't know what they're going to, you know, that I'm, I'm monetizing the fee. I don't fucking know, but needless to say, I got a box of cereal and it was like a really beautiful, exciting day. So after I did this with Halo Top the other day, they were like, you know, we don't, we don't like sponsor. Cause I, I was like, you know, I should be like the Sean White of cereal. Like, you know, like my bed is the mountain and Halo Top is Burton. And I am like a professional snowboarder of eating this diet ice cream. Cause I usually eat it in bed when I eat it at night, every night. And so, um, and so they actually wrote to me and they sent me nine pints of my choosing. Isn't that amazing? I mean, like, I really was like, I made it. Like, I've arrived. I've arrived. I mean, that is, like, probably the best I can arrive at. And um, it's good enough for me. It's good enough for me. Um, I finished the pints uh, within about a week um, because, as I said, I don't just do it every night. Sometimes I'll double up. So I finished them in about a week. I'm already buying pints once again. Um, And so today is a double day. It's a double day because it's a day um, I'm feeling very, feeling a lot of... um, I don't know, just a lot of emotion, a lot of emotion, which uh, I don't really like, don't really like the feelings. Um, and why, why, why am I feeling these feelings? Well, um, I, um, let's see, I'll give you the, I'll give you the synopsis and then we'll go in, we'll go into a little more detail. I'll give you the synopsis first so you can decide whether you want to keep listening or you're just like, go away. So the synopsis is that, um, I, there were a couple items. I, I ran into someone who I, um, hooked up with when I was 21, many, many years ago. And, um, he looked really fucking good and he was there with his wife. That's number one. All right, fine. Um, number two, that sort of cracked my heart open yesterday. It sort of, well, I, I don't want to call it my heart. It's not my heart. It's my, um, it's my want, you know, and it's not even lust. It's like a want for, it is, it is, um, it's, it's, it's an, it's an addiction is really what it is. It is a, um, it is a feeling that somebody who is beautiful is magic, contains magic, um, and therein, if they can love me, or not even love me, I mean, I don't really want to be loved, it's just, you know, if they can, like, embrace me or see me as magic, then maybe I'm magic, too, um, and that was intense, so I'll talk a little more about that, um, that was followed by then I went over to Melrose, and, um, I went over to one of my favorite, um, I love designer consignment stores, like, um, like thrift stores that have like a sort of a little more upscale than the usual thrift store. I usually get most of my clothing, um, at these kinds of stores. And there's one called Wasteland on Melrose that I love. Um, so I went over there and, um, there was somebody in the store and I thought he was at first a customer, but then I realized he worked there and he was like the most beautiful, it was like the, the other most beautiful person, you know, like every, every five seconds, there's another most beautiful person. And I feel like it's going to kill me. You know, and this is, and I say this, that I feel like it's going to kill me. Um, I'm not someone who has not done work on myself in that area, in this area. I've done a lot of, um, shall we say, um, healing in this area, active healing. And, um, you know, sometimes you just get, as they say in the trade, 
triggered. And so, and then the third reason why I'm feeling pretty emotionally hungover is I, um, this morning I read this book that was so beautiful, um, and it really captured, um, all that I feel is so painful and ineffable and, um, questionable about longing in the sense that, you know, my intellectual mind and my healing mind always says like, no, you know, like the longing you feel like it's really not for a person. It's for, it's for, it's a deeper spiritual longing. And that is true. You know, that is true because if that weren't true, if it were really about one person, I probably wouldn't feel equally, um, destroyed by like eight different beautiful people in a row, you know, but this book, it's so beautiful. It's called the seas by Samantha hunt. I'm going to be doing, um, like an in convo with her. Well, actually I'm supposed to be doing like a, like a little like written typed in convo with her in L magazine. So I, that's why I was reading her book because her book involves a mermaid and the Pisces is, um, an exploration of this love addiction and sex and, you know, sex and romantic obsession that we'll call it. Um, and it involves a merman. Her book isn't about, well, her book kind of is about romance. I mean, it's definitely about romantic obsession, but I wouldn't like pathologize it or anything be like love addiction, but it is, it's definitely, you know, explores romantic obsession and that, that longing it's, it's the longing. And so, um, her, so it's being that, that book came out 15 years ago, but it's being reissued by Tin House, I think in a month. So we're supposed to do, um, like it, like sort of a little like interview each other on, um, the L magazine website. But although, you know, now of course, like, I'm like, oh my God, you know, I wonder if she's read the Pisces yet, you know, getting ready for this conversation. Like what if she hates it and thinks it's a piece of trash and like, doesn't want to talk to me and is like, cause she's like such a good writer. And I'm like, what if, what if she's like, well, no, like I can't be, I can't like stoop to like talk to this person. This is my thoughts. But anyway, this book fucking devastated me. Um, I'm not really a crier. I, you know, I'm often crying inside, but not outside. I cried for an hour after I finished this book. I'm just like fucking shook. I have not cried. It's hard in a while. So the seas, it's beautiful. Um, a plus plus highly recommend, but what do I want to say about yesterday? Um, what do I want to say about yesterday? What I want to say about yesterday is that, um, so it was, I was with, um, a couple of friends. I was out, which is my first mistake, right? Like leaving the house. Um, and I was out with, with some people and, um, there was a guy there, my friend who had gone to Vassar college, um, was in town and, um, we, and like I had gone to, um, a part, I had gone to visit her at Vassar college when I was in college myself. And Vassar was so great to me because as like a burgeoning bisexual, I went to Tufts university. It was not really the place that you're going to like, it's not a good place to be gay. It's not a good place to be bi. It's very Tufts is like pretty squaresville. And I definitely managed to find like, you know, like the drug addicts and stuff so that I could like find people like, you know, who could sort of drink and use like I did. And, you know, and I definitely found, and then some of my friends were pretty square too, but I, I, you know, I managed to find like people on a psychedelic quest like me, or, you know, people who are alcoholics like me, or, you know, like I managed to find people, but, um, not that you can't be an alcoholic and square or even like a user of psychedelic drugs and square, but anyway, Tufts in general, it's like all within a context of, of kind of squareness. And there were some gay people there. Um, but it's just not the place you explore. Whereas Vassar, it's like, I mean, welcome to the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, welcome. Um, it's a great place. It's, it's a really great place. And so, or it was then. So I went up there and, um, and you know, I was like, yay, because I, I, I feel like I'd only hooked up with one 
or two women at that point. And, um, and there was a while in my early 20s after this where I identified as a lesbian. Because um, as I've said, my sexuality is very much on the Kinsey scale. And lately I've just been like really um, kind of obsessed with dick for whatever reason. But, um, you know, I was... And I know it's not... I don't mean to reduce... I'm not trying to reduce men and women to their body parts because I know it's like much more nuanced than that. But, um, but you know, and I know that there are um, women who have dicks. So, and, but, but, but like um, sort of, I guess on a cis level, which was really what I was aware of at that point. It was before I had dated non-binary people. Um, you know, I, um, and then also when I, when I, after this, when I identified as lesbian for a long time, um, I, you know, I, I felt much more drawn to pussy. I felt much more drawn to pussy. Um, I really didn't... And, and masculine energy, actually, but it, within, like, a female body. Um, so, anyway. But this was prior to that, though. I'd only hooked up with, like, one or two women. And I went up to Vassar, and I was like, okay... Um, you know, this could be great. And then like, we all, we had the best time. I had the best weekend. And then the last night she had a party, her house had a party. And one of her friends, um, was this lovely guy, um, who was, I believe South African. I don't know when I saw him yesterday, he seems to have lost his accent. So maybe he wasn't. And I just remembered him being South African, but, um, but we ended up going home together and I'm like, of course I hook up with this, this dude. Right. But, um, you know, and I remember the sex being very like, I just remember him, he was very, like, sex positive, you know, like, he was, like, raised by lesbians at this college, so, like, and it was very, like, sex positive lesbians, and so he was, like, he, like, used a dental dam, okay, like, that's, like, weird, and he, like, you know, kept being, like, do you need lube, do you need lube, like, that's, like, really what I remember, but it, like, it wasn't, like, the best sex of my life, like, by far, you know, and I kind of just remember after it was over just being, like, I'm gonna, like, I just need to get out of here, but yesterday when I saw, and we haven't seen each other since, and it's been years and years. Yesterday when I saw him, though, I'm like, oh, my God, he's so gorgeous. And I felt so sad by how gorgeous he was. Like, his beauty, sometimes people's beauty just makes me really sad. Um, and I'm like, what is that? Is that lust? Is it desire? Is it, like, it, it, it feels very um, adolescent to me. Like, it feels very um, sort of... Like, I'm having a crush and it's going to destroy me, you know? It's like I never, never, like, grew out of that in some ways where beauty just feels like it's going to, like, ravage me, you know? And um, and I met his wife um, and then that sort of actually got me out of it because she was really fucking cool. Like, I really liked his wife. So I was, that kind of shook me out of it a little. I was like, all right, well, you know, and they're, like, so good for each other, which could make a person sad. But for me, I actually sometimes find, like, if they have a partner and they're, like, right for each other, it actually is a relief because I'm like, oh, well, then I can just let the fantasy die. Like, look, reality is right here. And, like, I really loved his wife. She was super cool. Um, so it was like, you know, that was helpful. But then I was out on Melrose and then I saw this other beautiful person and, again, just felt so devastated. And it's, like, this feeling where it's, like, I almost... I feel overwhelmed, you know, I get this like wave of emotion and it's, you know, it's not, it's so, it's just not about the person, you know, it is about the longing within that gets kicked up and then kind of projected onto like whatever beauty it sees. And I start to forget like all the kind of work that I've done and, 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 um, to, to work on this stuff. Not that it's like not, not that it's not okay to have a feeling, but just I don't act on it, you know? Like, because part of me just wanted to, like, give this person my number and be like, 
hey, you know, and I could do that. I could do that, but it's like, what am I really, well, first of all, I'm supposed to be monogamous with my husband right now, so technically, actually, I can't do that, but, um, but even regardless, what, even if I was single, you know, it's like that path, it's like, what am I pursuing there, you know, like, what am I pursuing, um, ephemeral, an ephemeral beauty like that, like a, you know, a sexual experience with someone who's beautiful, like, it's either going to be like, not great, you know, or it's going to be like really good. And there's never going to be enough of it. You know, there's never, there's just not going to be enough. Like it will leave me, it will leave that hole, that spiritual, spiritual hole bigger than it did, than it was the day before. But it's hard because I mourn. Um, I mourn a lot of shit, you know, I mourn, um, I mourn a lot of fantasy of life that I never even experienced. And like, I think I'm really immature probably, you know, like I was just what kind of like imagining listening to this and being like, grow up, like, you know, and I think in some ways I am immature, but I also think it's a sensitivity that like is what also kind of, um, what also like leads me to create because it's like, that sensitivity, it's like, oh, the world itches so much. And I just need to like, I need to do something with all that energy and all that longing, you know, like if I don't, if I don't act on, or like, if I don't turn it into writing, like I will act on it and I will never get what I think I'm going to get, what I think I want to get. Um, you know, getting what we want is just, for me, it's, it's, it's either not, not enough or then like I'm sort of, or I like, it's either not enough or like I do end up in a relationship with the person and, and then I just start seeking that feeling somewhere else all over again. You know, it's like, what is being sought here? What is being sought? And so, you know, intellectually, like I know these things, right? Like I, I know these things and even in my heart, I think I know these things too. But sometimes when it gets kicked up, it is such a phenomenon of craving. It is such a overwhelming feeling of like, well, why can't fantasy be reality? You know, it's a disappointment. Why, why, why can't I just go give this person my number? And like I said, I can, you know, um, but you know, it's like, but to what end, you know, what is it I'm really looking for? And is it something I can give myself now? So, you know, all that's well and good. And I, and I'm able to work through and I call certain people and talk to them about the feelings that I'm having, or I don't. And I just sort of, you know, stew and whatever, whatever. And I go about my life. But, um, but reading this book this morning, you know, there was such beauty in the longing that I'm like, but see, it is true. Like it is true. Like that is the only truth. Like beauty is the only truth. You're fooling yourself. If you think that, you know, you can be satisfied not having a life filled with this stuff, but, but what does the life filled with this, that stuff even mean? Does that mean giving my number to the random person on the street or, or I'm sorry, in the, uh, in the store, um, who might be gay probably is because most people I'm attracted to are, are most, most men I'm attracted to are usually twinks and often gay. I mean, you know, I, what, what does that even, what does it mean to have that in your life? And what does it mean to, like let it go like is the way to and I sort of think that like the creation of art and and the creation of writing and like really what writing the Pisces did at the time for me and why I so badly needed to write it was because um I was struggling so much with this question so much with all these questions of like well 
is a love real that doesn't feel like this heart beat like ba-bump ba-bump like this like if, if you're not intoxicated by it if you're not swept away by it if you're not obsessed with it and it's like of course a love is fucking like that like yes like the other stuff is great and it can lead to a love but it's like I'm not in love with someone I just see in a store I'm not in love with this person who you know looks really good after all these years and but like when I look back I'm like I already did this I already had sex and like the sex was like not it wasn't what I was seeking at all you know like I've already done it and that's and that's sometimes also how I know I think when I feel like you know maybe I just like haven't quite had enough dalliances yet or enough you know like or like why can't I just give my number and I and I look back and I say I've I've fucked a lot of people um I've dated a lot of people I've made out with a lot of people um if you know the epigraph in the so sad today book is if we could be satisfied by anything we would be satisfied long ago and I believe that I forget it but I believe that like it's not an external thing like there's never going to be an amount that is enough um and and I've so many times like when my marriage was open or before I met my husband I would say like okay just one more you know like just one more dalliance and then I'll stop just one more liaison just one more text you know and and it's never the end it's never the end um and I'm only speaking for me because some people can, I mean, like, I really, like, if you're someone who can, like, fuck a million people and, like, not have emotional whatever or, like, it's just fun. Like, I, God, I wish I was that fucking person. I wish I was that. I mean, maybe I don't. But I, I you know, what I'm saying is, like, Godspeed, you know. But for myself, it's, like, as much as it feels sometimes, like, putting that limitation on myself where it's like, no, you can't just like do everything you want. Like you can't just pursue everyone you think is beautiful or like drop hints or like don't mourn over the people so much that you think are beautiful. Like just let it go. Like live in the world, live in the rest of the world. Don't reduce the world to this. Even though sometimes I like, I I know these things, um, you know, and that, that can feel kind of like limiting, you know, to, to have to like be good. That's what I kept thinking yesterday. Like, oh, I don't want to be good. But honestly, it's not about being good. It's about like saving my own life. Like, I don't want to suffer like that. I don't want to suffer. And um, um, I don't know, you know, so while it can feel limiting to set a boundary and to not be like the like, you know, open, fluid, ending up in a million people's beds person, you know, that I thought I was for so, so long. Um, it can also be, um, you know, it can, it can be also a a very, a, a new freedom, you know, and I suffer a lot less with this way of life right now. Um, you know, which is, which is good for me to remember, um, when I feel that I'm depriving or being deprived, you know, it's, um, it's good for me to remember that most of the time it actually feels a lot less painful and it actually feels like freedom. You know, there's freedom in not being, um, letting, um, you know, whether I get a text define how I'm feeling about myself, you know, there is freedom in that. Um, now granted, I'll just use something else to define how I'm feeling about myself, but, but it's, 
but but there are things that cause more suffering and you know and there are things that cause lower levels of suffering and I always feel like you know we got to just ha- deal with the ones that are going to kill us first for me you know alcohol and drugs are the first thing and then I think this is really like the next thing you know and um certainly I would rather fuck someone than pick up a drink um in uh, like a hundred percent but um you know, and this is so, but these are the questions that I explored in the Pisces, but I'm clearly, you know, the book is written, the book is published. I'm, I'm not done. I don't know that I'll ever be done, um, exploring this. And, um, it is what it is. You know, we are who we are. And I think we learn how to like work with ourselves. Um, but it can hurt sometimes, you know, that's all I just want to say that it can really hurt sometimes to want the things we want even if they are things that like we shouldn't want, even if they are things that like, um, aren't even what, like we don't even want them. We just think we want them, you know, it can still hurt. It can still hurt. So I guess, is this part of growing up? I don't know. Um, anyway, that is pretty much it. Um, so be careful out there and, uh, also have fun and, um, I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.